Alright, we're back on Mr.'s Mini. Mr.'s Relevant, colon, an NFL podcast, but the mini edition where we just do a short pod, and we've been doing it based around one a division, previewing it. It's your boy, Padru. My boy over here is eating a salad. He thinks it's salad time rather than a pod time, apparently. A pod nom over here. Yeah. Well, you said that we were doing it. I would also say that we've been doing it and doing it well. I represent Queens, but she was raised out of Brooklyn. Well, good stuff is always out of pod nom off the bat. Mm-hmm. What type of salad you got going on there? Well, I got a little carrot, some lettuce. What? A little celery action. It's a fancy huh? buffalo chicken salad. Some spinach leaves there, some onions, really good uh, material for our pie guest today. What kind of dressing is that? Uh, it's blue cheese. What do you mean? I hate that salad, and um, there's almost nothing I like in there except for the lettuce and carrots. Well, buffalo chicken. Uh, you like buffalo chicken, right? I don't like buffalo flavor, no, not really. It's terrible. It's I'm my sorry. least favorite type of chicken wing. Hey, we're going to talk AFC North on this many, but let's do a quick wing talk. Wing mm-hmm. corner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The most common wing you get is the buffalo wing. I don't really like it. I don't. I like spicy food. It's not that I don't like a. Sp- I love a spicy chipotle wing or any other type of spicy one. I don't like buffalo flavor specifically. You don't like hot sauce in general. I like hot sauce. Wait. So how do you not like buffalo chicken though? And buffalo sauce isn't the same as like regular hot sauce. It has like a flavor that I don't like. Eh, it's not like. A, Depends on what kind of where you're getting your buffalo. Chicken I guess though. that that's true. Right. But I want to put in the salad, and it's going. I'm only going to eat those of the wings if it's like the last choice. So if we were going to B Dubs Dubs or B Dubs Square, also known as Buffalo Wild Wings, B Dubs Squared, and you said it's B Dub Cubed. Well, it's B W Three. It's like what they call it. They say Dub Three. That's what people call it. I wondered about this, why they call it that. I looked it up because it's just wild wings. I thought it would be two, like you said, squared. But apparently it used to be called buffalo wild wings and wax, which I don't even know what a wax is, but that's what it used to be. Hence BW3. And wax or wax? Wax with the E. Wax. What's a wax? I don't know. Like I just said, I don't know what it is. I is think it, I did when I looked it up. I think I, I saw it, but I don't remember now. Is it like... Some weird old timey type of thing. Is it like Elmer Fudd? Like their person, where he just says wax, like like, like he's trying to talk to Rex, Rex Grossman, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> or Rex Ryan, <laughs> or Rex Ryan, or anyone named Rex. Yeah, yeah. Or Rex maybe Jack. it was maybe it was or a UNC basketball player. It could be a Tyrannosaurus Rex. He didn't know the name of it, so he's just T Wax. <laughs> he's saying what? He's, he's a toddler. He doesn't know it. What? Go eat Bugs Bunny for me. Yeah, hunting for wabbits. So speaking of which, what flavor would you order then? Because there's many flavors. I need to see the menu, but I, like I said, I'm partial. To, if I'm going spicy, yeah. let me get something with the chipotle in there. Yeah. If I'm going uh, non-spicy, I like a honey barbecue. Or parmesan. That's a good one. Parmesan? Mm-hmm. Parmesan's a good one, but I'm just saying it's not... It's not up there. It's a little fancy for your everyday Sunday watching the game, but I like it. Yeah. All I'm saying is I don't like the buffalo. Just I just grew uh, buffalo wild wing sauces, okay? And I, I'm i already going to say the one that I would obviously choose is Caribbean jerk. Because you're a real Caribbean jerk yourself. Well, no, I'm not from the Caribbean. I may be a jerk, but I'm so not, half of that. Only <laughs> half of that, exactly. So they have a Bengali jerk on the menu. No, I, like like we said in previous podcasts, there's no equivalent to Bengali being a. Actually, no, we just had this real time conversation. Bengali, there's no slur for Bengali. Are you saying there was, we had a conversation that wasn't on podcast, Padnam? 
Fun that I'm, I'm admitting that to our listeners. Yes. Oh, geez. So Caribbean jerk, Asian zing. You said Chipotle BBQ seasoning is up there. Mm-hmm. There's also wild, which is the original one, spicy garlic, and jamming no, I'll, I'll jalapeno. Go I'll go for a spicy garlic. So and that's Thai a curry. Flavor. Thai curry, too. Buffalo flavor. I would dabble on a Thai curry, perhaps. You were dipping some Thai curry? I did my toe on the... You know what? For one of the Sundays, we are going to go to B-dubs. Cube or squared, whatever we call it. When asked, what's the deal with this wax business? First, first point of order. Why, why the deal with this wax business? And we're gonna order these wings and record while we're watching during a wing cast. A wing cast, yeah. Maybe for yourself, let's see how your the salad cast goes with you shoveling the salad in your mouth. And you know what? You know there. what? Since this is our last mini uh, of the previews, our chance we still need to do the AFC West and the NFC West. But I was thinking we might do a full episode for those and some other, maybe some fantasy talk, etc. Well, well, let's so just get this out of the way right mini now because we've been making some picks and we have not initiated any wagering of some sort. So what I am saying right now, making history on this mini, so loser will have to. Have the other person, actually no, winner gets to choose a wing flavor of their choice, and you have to eat the whole damn thing. Yes, oh. yes. So that's the season-long thing. So is that the winner then of who gets more of their? So in these minis, we're making our predictions for the each division. Right. So you're saying at the end of the season, whoever gets the closer. Yeah, I would say let's just do let's just do so the whole thing. So this won't be until like playoff time. That's fine. That's fine with me. Yeah. Because I'll still be here for that. All right, so let's get into it already. You're saying you figuratively you'll still be here alive? I hope so. Okay, good. good. I, was, I wasn't sure if you were trying to break some news on the podcast. No, I'm glad <laughs> still being here. In, okay, you know, All right, good. In January of 2016. Oh, man. My heart was skipped to be, guys. Don't worry. I don't know if you heard Don't worry, listener. What I do need to worry about is the AFC North, because that's the division with which my favorite team, to my misfortune more than often, the Cleveland Browns, plays in, as well as their rival teams, the Steelers, the Ravens, and the Bongos. Bongos? Where, Panam, would you like to begin with the AFCN? So, let's start with the most captivating team, in the AFC North, which is the Steelers. You think you're uh, being serious that it's yeah. captivating. That was not sarcastic. No, you know why? Because... Tell me why. They got Mike Vick on their team, and oh. any team with Mike Vick on it is much CTV. Mm-hmm. Especially now that I have a dog. I'm like, a little different on how I feel about Mike Vick. I don't know if this actually... You feel like I loved him before, but now I revere him as a guy. Yeah. <laughs> Something along the lines of that. I don't know. It's one of those things where I have a dog. I've seen other dogs be bullying my dog, and then I've seen my dog also. You said bullying? Yeah, like literally, like snip at him and like, you know, get off me, dog. I'm gonna, I'm gonna break Take your his neck. Lunch money? Yeah, literally. As the dog, as my dog Bob was walking, this other dog just came out out of nowhere, started sniffing, and then just. Yapped at him, just completely yapped at him, and tried to take off his ear. And I was like, "Yo, dog, what's your problem, dog?" And then, and then Did that get confusing. Look, which dog were you talking to? I was talking to the owner and the dog at the same time. Yeah. So, and the owner just said, "Oh, sorry, like it was nothing." Yeah, because he doesn't care that your dog's getting bullied by his. Now, will the Steelers bully the rest of the FC North, or will they come up short? Or will they be mediocre? Or what's going to happen? Dick LeBeau, long-time defensive coordinator, old man Dick LeBeau, got shown the door last season. Ooh. So they got a new guy in. They still have Tomlin, of course. Still have most of the squad back. But 
Martavis Bryant, four-game suspension for the young receiver who's poised to have a breakout year, but apparently he's been using performance-enhancing drugs. It was also called PEDS. Also called PEDS. Mm-hmm. They have a pen dispenser for that too. It's usually uh, a syringe. Yeah. Thing well, Tomlin, Tomlin got uh, he took that out of the locker room actually. Because remember, like last year, he went in. I think it was last year. He, the Steelers weren't doing as well. He went and removed their uh, ping pong tables and foosball and shit. Yeah. I think he took the pen dispenser out at the same time. So uh, Tom, I don't know where Martavis got these. It wasn't from the Steelers' locker room, though. No. Right. Now they lost uh, longtime veterans Ike Taylor and Troy Palomalu, both to retirement. Polly is gone, so that's why uh, there's no a new head and shoulders star athlete. Is name. there? I don't know. Who is it? Think who has the most luxurious flowing hair? I'm trying. Coming up short right now. We mentioned him a lot on this podcast. Actually, the most probably, if we were to cite the numbers, that's I'm really saying. bad that I can't figure it. It's not Tony Romo, but that's who we're talking about a lot. Nope. The same division. Huh. Uh, same division. Mm-hmm. This is just utter suspense right now. I can't think of anyone on the Giants, Eagles, or Reds. On the Giants, you can't think of anything. There's long, flowing hair. With hair? Oh, with hair, but I'm thinking long long hair. Yeah, long hair. ODBJ? He has long hair? Yes. Have you not? Does he? Yes. He has long, orange, blondish hair. It's like fro, like kid in playtime's crack, basically. It's all over the place. It's out of control, actually. Orange? They actually had to, yeah. It's like blondish orange. It's like sudden, sudden like. He died it like that. It Is was like that last year. Yeah. Oh, I always see him with the helmet on him. I'm sorry, because he doesn't have his commercials, so I don't know what he looks like. He actually has three commercials out right now. Already for Head and Shoulders. He does have one for Head and Shoulders. Yes. So this is all real. This is not a bet you're doing. No, I'm giving you the facts as I report them. I'm confused, but now. I search across the country, looking for the heir to the hair. And I found someone with a great head on his shoulders and great hair on his head. As hard as it is for me to give something up to a wide receiver, this guy's shoulders are truly made for greatness. It is my pleasure to introduce to you all Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> Let's so, move on. So this is back, to, back to the Steelers and no, yeah. no hair Palomalu. So what does that mean for them? Does that mean their defense is... Well, see, I think... It's interesting because those guys didn't do well last year, those old guys. They kind of hurt the team, if anything. Yeah, because they were taking well playing time. With but them. I don't know if the replacements are going to be effective. any good. Who are the replacements? We should probably know that. Yeah. They're, they're people. They're, they have names. We have, for the Steelers, their roster is full of... Who's their, say their D coordinator they brought in is as well? I can find that out, but other than Michael Vick, I mentioned, and we meant, we talked about D'Angelo Williams and Le'Veon Bell in our last podcast. Uh, so on defense, here we go. Four in the secondary. Safety. Will Allen, still on the team, right? Mm-hmm. He's there. He's still, still hanging out. You also have Jay Dangerfield. Now, I don't know who Jordan Dangerfield is, but I like his last name. I'm, I'm going to put that out there. He's an undrafted rookie out of Townsend. Are you looking at the... Can you look at the depth chart? Uh, I don't... I don't have access to the depth chart right now. Because I want to see who's starting. They have also... Place. I don't think that guy's starting. They also have Alden Darby, safety, and R. Golden. I think this is the guy that's starting. Okay. Uh, Robert Golden. These are all rookies. I, mean, I don't know anything about these guys. So they they bringing in some rookies. 
And one of the reasons they let Dick LeBeau go is because he is from a, he always wanted a scheme where rookies couldn't. It was hard for them to step in and play right away. Two three, 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 three four it, years, huh? yeah. But in, in today's NFL, it doesn't work anymore. So, so how long is Steelers it? are going to try to play with young defenders now? Apparently, was he like the longest tenured? Uh, uh, one of the longest tenured coaches, yeah. I mean, a coordinator, but I think he was on the Steelers for like, yeah, like twenty years or something. Really, huh. a really long time, at least. On defense, they're questionable still in my mind. I like, you know, uh, Ryan Shazier might have a good second year, and we struggled a bit his rookie year uh, from the linebacker position. I might like him to break out, but on offense, they should be still good with their three main guys of Roethlisberger, Bell, and Antonio Brown, although Bell is suspended for, I think, two games <laughs> for the whole weeds thing, driving a high thing, and then now Brian added in there, and their uh, center, I mentioned this uh, when I had Cheesehead Marlon on, talking NFC North, because it was in the game where Jordy Nelson got hurt, but also in that game, Pouncey, uh, Marquise Pouncey, the Steelers center got hurt. He's probably going to be out for like at least half the season. Also, so they have some you problems on offense. Garrett Hartley also is on. He, he's their kicker now, and he's not very good. And they so. traded for Josh Scobie. Yeah, uh, oh, because their main kicker got hurt. Schweizum got hurt in the first preseason mm-hmm. game. Yeah. So they have some injuries slash suspension problems on offense, some question marks on defense. What do you think? They made the playoffs as a wild card last year. Repeat of that. Win the division. Miss the playoffs. Go. It's a turnaround turn year for them, and that means it's not going to be a, a good year for Steeler Nation. You don't think, huh? I don't think. I mean, I, I said it's interesting. I didn't say it was going to be a good year for them. So last year they placed, uh, what, what was their? I think 9 and 7. 9 and 7? Yeah, you're right. And with that being said, they're not going to get 9 and 7 this year. I think they'll be somewhere along the lines of either 7 and 9 or 6 and 10. Previously, we've been waiting until we talk about all four teams to pick the records, but you want to just go. Right. I want to. I want to do it in. Uh, now in you know. Now we've got this wing bed. All right. Yeah. So I'm breaking the flow. I get. And then we can recap it at the end. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna wait till the end to make mine. But so far, you're saying. What'd you say? I'm gonna say. Uh, I said seven and nine or six. I'm gonna go with the under on there. Six and ten. You really think the Steelers are going six and ten? That would be disaster for Steel Town. They're used to winning over there. Although they've had some mediocre years of late, but last year they somewhat turned things around. Let's talk about. The other wildcard AFC team from last year, the Ravens, classic rivals of the Steelers, mm-hmm. of course, because they really are those old Browns, uh, reincarnated. They lost a couple guys. Uh, Torrey Smith was probably their biggest one out the door, mm. star receiver. They brought in Kyle Arrington, a corner from the Pats, probably their biggest free agent signing, and they drafted a couple, um, Shaw Perriman and Max Williams, a receiver and tight end, a couple of big uh, prospects from college who both look to maybe be good. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Of course, they still got Flacco. Still got John Harbaugh coaching. Not a lot of change going on in this team. So, uh, do you have anything to add here with Baltimore? Baltimore, Steve Smith's second year with the Ravens. And his last year ever, apparently. He has claimed that he will retire at season's end. He was uh, ejected from the game. game yeah. But then he went back to the stands and sat down with his sons and watched the game from there. His son apparently took a little Snapchat on social media and mm-hmm. said, when your dad gets ejected, and it's also a tweet, first time I ever got to watch a game with my dad. Thanks, NFL. So it was a little shot by... Uh, oh, how old is the son? Uh, Peyton about. Smith. His name's Peyton Smith? He looks like a, probably a teenager, like 13 or you know, 14, the yeah. one on the left. Okay, there. he looks real. Yeah. Did he? Did Steve Smith name his son after Peyton Manning? 
I don't know why that would make sense. But no, I think Peyton Hillis. That probably make more sense. <laughs> so his son, who's probably at least thirteen or yeah. fourteen, yeah, was named after Peyton Hillis. Yeah, exactly. that long ago, back in two thousand or whatever. Right, exactly. Yeah, it makes even more sense. You're right. <laughs> Peyton Manning. Forget that. Uh, we, no, but uh, yeah, he got ejected following a scuffle where they're playing the Bullets. If we're still calling them that this oh, year, we, we have to discuss it. Also, I was going to say... But, uh, uh, the Bullets player pile drove the Ravens guy mm-hmm, like, uh, mm-hmm. into the turf. Yeah. So that was a bit uncalled for. I also wanted to add another to Swear Jar this year. We should probably talk about this on the main pod, but... Well, I'll give you a little sneak preak. Yeah. Uh, preak. Uh, preakness. Let's just say... Uh, there should be a ruling uh, that's in relation to this team and a quarterback pretty much soon. And I don't want to call that team by its name anymore because of my hatred for them and also because of the power they have over the whole NFL. All right, well, that's a sneak preview for our next yeah. one, I guess. So back to the Ravens. What do you think? Same thing, question I just had with Steelers. Wild card again? Win the division this time around? Hmm. And miss the playoffs, stumble, take a step backwards. Where are we going? They lost in the divisional round last year. We're ten and six. This is the most competitive division in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, last year was another one where all AFC North teams, but my Browns made the playoffs, so that's always fun. And they were also was one. They were the they were five hundred for most of the part of the season. The Browns until the last. Uh, the Browns were at one point seven and four, leading the division. And oh yeah, you would remember. Lost that. the last five games. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we'll get to them, but the question still stands. For the former Browns, former Browns, purple dirty birds. I don't know, man. Um, I I don't think it's looking good for this year. The only reason why they could have a better year is if their new receiver Kamar Aiken starts killing people off the line. But I don't think that's going to happen. No, I don't think so. So I'm going to put them taking Aiken. I'm not taking Aiken. There's only one Ake man that I trust, Mm. and his name is. Clay Aiken. Exactly. Well, you, you nicknamed Politician him. Politician Clay. Clay. <laughs> politician. Is he a politician? Yeah, he's a politician. Oh, boy. Um, so, I'm going to go with... You can wait, because I'm waiting on my picks if you want. No. You can wait on your prediction. No, the fans can't wait anymore. Well, you just need to tell me my question, which was miss the playoffs, make the playoffs. Miss or make? Yeah. Make, make the playoffs. I'll simplify it. I said wild card division leader, but just tell me miss or make. No, make Okay, they'll make. We'll get the record at the end. Let's move on to the Bungles. I guess I'll have to call them the Bengals for now since they technically won the division last year. And you should call them the Bengals because they're Bengali. Bungles. They're not Bengali. Yeah, they are. All, the whole you were confused about this last season, Inam. There's no affiliation with Bengali culture, meaning the region of uh, India where your culture they, is They from. should just be called the Cincinnati Tigers. Why are they called the Tigers? I couldn't tell you that. They want to be more specific. Check in, mate, sir. Okay. And mates. You got me on this one. Now, they uh, didn't have much turnover on their team either. Of course, they brought Marvin Lewis back for yet another year. Longest tenured coach in the NFL uh, other than Bill Belichick. They won't fire this guy even though they basically go to the playoffs every year and lose every year. They're it's also kinda like, kind of like the Doc Rivers without winning without a championship. Without winning a championship, yeah. so not really at all like that. Yeah, like everyone loves Doc Rivers. Like, apparently everyone loves Marvin Lewis or something. I don't know. I think a lot of fans get fed up with him, but the, but the Bengals front office, and or their ownership at least, certainly loves him. Mm-hmm. And they're still sticking 
working with Red Rocket Rifle Andy Dalton, despite his, his spotty play a lot of the times. They did bring in Jake Fisher, uh, a O-lineman, uh, to try to solidify their line even more. Yep. They didn't do much other than that. They lost Jermaine Gresham, who the tight end who's always been a little, always had more potential than he's shown on the field. I guess they're relying on the tight end they drafted two years back, Tyler Eifert, who is in his third year now, but missed all of last season and most of his first season. So this kid can never stay healthy. He was supposed to be one of the top tight end prospects uh, a couple of drafts ago. But we'll see if he can step up and stay healthy. Of course, they've got A.J. Green. He's spying that contract Julio just got. Of course, Dez and Demarius, some of these guys got. Due to that, you know, really wanting to step it up. Other defense still should be pretty good. Although they uh, weren't as good last year as I thought they might be. But, of course, Geno Atkins went out with an ACL injury last year, and he was probably the best defender right. in the past few years. So if he's back healthy, which could be questionable, but if he is, they could be back in good shape. Miss... Or make the playoffs Bengals style, you know. Uh, make and win the division. Oh, you're calling the division win. Do you want to say anything else about them? Or? Uh, yeah, I do. Hit me. I feel like the highlight of last year was Jeremy Hill just trucking along for 395 yards. So against. you talk a little Bengals running game then. Yeah, a little ground and pound action from these Bengals. Less reliant. If you develop a run game, which they're hoping to do with Jeremy Hill this year, Andy Dalton. Or Still have Gio Bernard, but I guess uh, Hill is the bell cow. He's more changing. I mean, pace. but that's good that you mentioned Gionardo. Gionardo? Gionardo? I don't think that's the Gionardo Bernard. Gionardo Bernard. <laughs> And uh, they have two a two back system, but I mean Jeremy is like you said the bell cow. No, he's he's the bell cow. The cow's bell. <laughs> cow bell bell cowboy. The Dallas he's cowboy. The cowboy. <laughs> he's the no, he's a Bengal now. Okay, all right. Uh, Jim Bernard. If they don't do what they say to do, I think Marvin Lewis is not even just on a short leash for the whole season. I think he could be can. So I'm predicting this team to actually Uh-oh. persevere and persevere and profit. <laughs> At the same time, so profits are bare. I'm just going to sit back and let you keep talking about now. And See how many words you can mess up. And uh, with that being said, one statement. With that being said, the key is the running game, like I mentioned, okay. um, which will open up the field for AJ Green. And um, they picked up a receiver. Um, oh, Daenerys Moore from yes. uh, Oakland. Yeah. So, they brought him in as well. Yeah, I didn't mention Daenerys him. Moore, Daenerys Moore probably has had a QB ever in his existence. So, to uh, the contrary, he's had about 9 or 10 probably in his short career because that's how Oakland rolls. Right, but uh, I mean, it's all a QB, I would yeah, say. Yeah, but he's got Dalton now, so I still would argue he doesn't. Dal- but Dalton's got I'm a pretty much a Dalton hater. I, I yeah. don't think he's any good, but we'll see. He can you hate all gingers, though. That's for the record. Yeah, I do hate them all, but doesn't mean I think they're all bad at their job. But okay. in this case, I do think that as okay. well. Yeah. All right, so let's get to it. My Browns, if anyone didn't know, first time listening to this many, I'm from Cleveland. I'm a Browns fan. They made a lot of moves in the offseason. Of course, Brian Hoyer's out the door. In comes old Josh McCown. I wasn't really too pleased about that, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, Jordan Cameron went down to Miami. Buster Screen went to the Jets. Jabal Sheard went to the Pats. They brought in a pair of receivers, Dwayne Bowe and Brian Hartline. Eh, I, I like Brian Hartline. Of course, Ohio State Buck, I mean, he's not a number one option, though. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they think Dwayne Bowe will be. I'm very skeptical about that. Uh, then on the defensive side, they brought a couple of nice guys in. Uh, Randy Starks, they got back from the Dolphins. It wasn't a trade situation, but they brought him in. Uh, of course, the Dolphins brought Sue in, so 
Starks was expendable to them, or at least they couldn't pay him. So he'll be on the D-line, and that Tremont Williams they brought in from the Packers to uh, go across Joe Hayden on the other side of the field at corner. Um, they got a good defense. Um, Mike Penn, the head coach still, it's always good when the Browns can have the same coach two years in a row. Not true with the offensive coordinator, but what? Well, beggars can't be choosers, you know. They drafted Danny Shelton, the big nose tackle, lineman, Hawaiian guy who looks fearsome in the preseason so far. And yeah, I like their defense overall, but their offense is going to be questionable again when, even though they have a very good offensive line and uh, a couple better receivers than they've had the past couple of years. I guess. I mean, like I said, I like Hartline all right. You got a couple of mini-me's, a couple of short guys, Andrew Hawkins and Taylor Gabriel. Both catch the ball pretty well. Uh, possession receivers, they don't have that uh, big, deep threat, really. No Josh Gordon, of course, suspended per usual. And uh, they lost Cameron, as I mentioned. So we'll see if anyone can step up to really, you know, make big plays. And they really need a running back to step up and be that Bell's cow, as you call it. Um, probably the best option is maybe Isaiah Crowell, who had a pretty decent rookie season last year. Right. Last year, also, the running game was doing very well until Alex Mack, the center, went down with a broken leg and missed the rest of the season. And the run game did suffer after that. Brian Hoyer suffered after that. And then there was all that, that shenanigans that led to them losing the last five games of the season, missing the playoffs, etc. So what do you think here? Hadnam, about uh, the Browns. You said a lot about these Browns. So I actually just tuned out myself. But I didn't yeah, listen. you're sleeping in your salad. Uh, I didn't and listen. I didn't mention a Johnny F-ball, of course, this whole time. You didn't mention him, and you also didn't mention Terrell Pryor. No, that's true, I did not. And you also didn't mention... They brought him in to try to be a wide receiver, but he's been hurt the whole preseason and hasn't shown what he's got. And you haven't mentioned the fact that uh, when I did an incognito pod with you... Did a pod with Richie Incognito? No, I don't remember It was an incognito pod with you, and I brought up the Browns as a topic, and it was just about their parents, their new jerseys that they're bringing in. Oh, that's right, I do remember. So you didn't mention that. Those are the most important... Yeah. Three things that you missed. Initially, I, I didn't like them when I saw the prototype or whatever. I didn't think and still don't think that they needed to change. I thought their regular jerseys were classic. But now I've watched a couple of these preseason games and highlights. Um, they look a little better from what I've seen than I thought they would be. But I don't know. It, it, it looks different. What do you think about the uniforms? Do you like them? Have you seen them in live action? Uh, no, because I wouldn't probably watch a Browns game. Rating for week one at the Jetropolitans, are you? As you professed your love for the Jets, your somewhat love for the Jets. Yeah. On the AFC East preview. Yeah, I uh, Or maybe not surprising. And there's only two times that I would want to go to a, a death game. It's probably early and often. That's two times. And early and often. That's it. <laughs> but Another fireman nom over here. Yeah. I mean, they need all the support they can get. That's too. But against these new orange, brownish, college-ish style jerseys, I think they look good. I, I like the brown one better than the white one. The white one just kind of looks amateur hour. I don't know why, but the brown one looks a little more cool. And maybe because it's just brown and brown things are cool. Except Dookie. Dookie is not cool. All right. Anyway, let's get to it. Same question I'm going to ask. Browns, make or miss the playoffs? What say you use Podnamski? Uh, I mean... Will they make the playoffs for the first time in 12 years? 
been 12 or years. Or maybe so. 11 to 12 years. Well, I already said that the Bengals are in, Ravens are in, Steelers are not. But three teams from the division can make it as they did last year. It's not going to be like last year, though. I think the Browns, so Browns are down and out. They're down and out. How many games do you think Jonathan L. Football starts this year for said Brownies? Let's get that number. I'll say a good six games, give or take. Depends on how... Should um, we make this the side bet? So let's say for... So we're doing this Wild Wings bet. That's uh, whoever gets the divisions closer, right? The final standings. If somehow, by some weird way, we, like, come into a tie. as the tiebreaker. How many games Manziel plays? Should we make it that right now? Yeah. I think that sounds like a good, good bet. I don't think I would want to do that, me personally, just because that would involve me betting on a team that I have no interest for. It's the tiebreaker. Yeah, as a tiebreaker for John John Menzel being the the tiebreaker himself. How many games he plays? Our prediction there is the tiebreaker for this bet in general, this whole season long bet. So I said six games, right? So what would you say? I'm gonna say that Jonathan plays. Oh, I'm by by the way plays. I meant to say starts. Do you want to change your answer if it starts? So now if he comes in, and I, I knew what you meant. So I said. Do you think he starts six games? Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to say that. I kind of feel like McCown is... Like, I watched this preseason game against the Bucs. Um, we talked about it a little bit in the NFC South preview when we talked Buccaneers, but McCown is going to get himself hurt. He's playing. He's an old... He's 36. He's getting him taking big hits. Uh, he probably gets hurt early, maybe. I think Johnny ends up playing, uh, starting. But then, of course, Johnny could easily get hurt, as he is right now. So that's what I got to think about. Are you talking I mean, about- I like your number at six, but I can't have the same. I'm going to say... Six and a half? No. I'm going to say Johnny starts. Ah, screw it. I'll say eight games. Eight games. All right. Now let's do our division picks here. So you already gave me your pick for the Steelers going six and ten. I don't think they'll be as bad as all that. I think they're in for another nine and seven year, in fact. And that is what I'm going to predict for them. What about the Browns? Browns were seven and nine last year. They did give, uh, you said, the head coach another year, but that's just another year up to the chopping block because he's going to get canned. Oh, because of their poor record, which would be? Which will be, wait for it, six, nine, and one. You're putting a tie in. Only only the Browns will have a tie this year. Oh, well, that's not possible. Someone else has to tie them and well, have I mean, that as well. I mean, only the Browns in this division will have okay. a tie. So it won't year. be one of the six division games they play. No. Maybe the Jets week one. <laughs> it's a possibility. Nine to nine? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, a lot of field goals. Field goals. Yeah. Uh, I'm saying the Browns do improve by a game and go eight and eight, 500. I like Pat, and I think he's got the team in good shape. Overall, they just have offensive troubles, mainly a quarterback that's going to put them over the edge, so they probably won't make the playoffs at 8-8, eight eight, but they'll improve a game. Let's hit up these Ravens. What say you here now? Well, uh, I did say the Bengals were going to take the division, and I said the Ravens were going to make the playoffs. A uh, wild card spot, and so far you have the Browns 6-9-1 and one, and the Steelers 6-10, and 10, so... Some wins got to come from somewhere for these other teams. There's got to be wins somewhere. Got to have better records. All right, so we're going to have uh, 11 and 5 for the Bengals, and Ravens will have 10 and 6. I like 10 and 6 for the Ravens as well, but for me, that's going to win the division. And I'm going to put the Bengals a step backwards at 9 and 7. So, that being said, I have the. You have the Steelers at the bottom of the division since they don't get that extra tie. The Browns have Steelers, Browns, Ravens wildcard, Bengals win it. I have Browns 
Bengals and Steelers both to tie in the middle, 9-7. and seven. One of those will get a wild card. I don't know which one yet, though. And then Ravens winning it at 10-6. and six. Mm. So that's – and I didn't mention that I guess we didn't need to get into it to predict the records, but, but they, this division does play against – also the AFC West and the NFC West, which is a good transition because those are the only two divisions we have yet to preview, Padnam. Well, we will be doing that next time. Well, we should always go from the best to the West, right? Yes, which the is best what? to the West. Right, which is what we're doing right now. All right, we'll do it. So look out for that pod. I don't know if we'll be a couple more minis or I'm thinking a whole big pod because we got to still talk fantasy and a couple other things too before the season starts. So might have a regular old size Mr. Zarelevan out there for you people. But in the meantime, just keep subscribing to the Brooklyn Rebound podcast where you can get this and all, all your fine Brooklyn Rebound and Mr. Zarelevan such things. And we'll be back next time. Mm. Peace. Mm.